Steady Picks community. The Octagon boys are back and fired up to break down UFC 277. Pena versus Nunes 2, taking place in Dallas, Texas this Saturday. But before we begin, Ali will give us a recap and his thoughts on this last weekend's card. So what do you think, partner? Yeah, so I don't know. I think, let's be honest, it didn't deliver as well as we expected. I think, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail it down to the prelims. I think a lot of the fighters were kind of fighting to not lose, if that makes any sense. And because of that, we saw a lot of decisions when we were expecting a lot of finishes. I think it's pretty safe to say we were all expecting a lot of finishes, and that's not what we got. But that being said, there's still a few absolute bangers on the main card. And yeah, what, what, what do you reckon your fight of the night was? So yeah, prelims, we absolutely killed the prelims together. Um, there was uh, a lot of plays that, that we had and that we broke down. Um, that we did it that we didn't get to to share with the audience, but there was plays that we had, and we basically went. Basically, you basically, you swept the prelims. I know. Um, I was on Nelson for the Herbert fight, so I got that one wrong, but that was a close fight. So it could have gone either way, but I definitely felt like Herbert. Definitely, third round ended up sealing the deal there. Um, we were expecting a finish there, so we were very disappointed in that fight because we got two guys that really throw down and. I don't know what happened. It seemed like they were a little gun shy. How'd you feel about that fight? Yeah, I think something I didn't really take much note of was how people could react after being knocked out in such a in such a you know a strong fashion. And I think that definitely had a big impact on the fighters. And that, I think that's why um, why, like you said, they were quite gun shy and and there was a lot less action than both their previous fights. But hey, I'm not a fighter. I don't blame them. I'd be the same if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The main card was all right. I like the main card. There's a few fights I like to get into, to be fair. Um, the Paul Craig fight, I thought, although it didn't go his way, and if I'm honest, it's a bit of a bit of a silly game plan, wasn't it? But um, it's interesting how different people score that fight, and it it kind of got me thinking about how the judges see the fights, because you could argue that he was having a more kind of offensive strategy. He was going for the finish. But by doing that, you're just kind of pulling cards and pulling guards, sorry. I'm just, oh, I don't know. It's an interesting one because through, by the end of the second round, Paul Craig was actually the betting favourite. And I myself thought he was winning. Um, and don't get me wrong, I was quite biased. And I ended up re-watching it and I completely saw it from the complete opposite perspective. And I do understand how he lost every round now. But I don't know, what's, what, what are your thoughts on that? Because it's quite interesting how, how different people can kind of grade the fight differently. Yeah, so um, for everybody that listened to our first episode, um, Craig was our big underdog of the week. Um, and uh, we, we definitely were heavy on that. Um, it, I, I feel like with, with, with the way we broke it down, we were very accurate about it. Craig was looking for the submissions. I, I think I had said in, in in the breakdown that he does find himself in bad situations and he does get dropped a lot. And that's exactly what happened. But um, I did like the success he had. And he had he had some success on the feet, which um, he, he really talked about in a social media, said that he has a much better stand up than people give him credit for. And he, he did have his moments. Um, 
Honestly, Ozdemir, I feel like could have um, finished the fight a little earlier. Um, like I said, I feel like sometimes he gets a little gun shy. I feel like if he was a little bit more aggressive, maybe he could have finished that fight earlier. But I do agree. I feel like um, Craig did. Honestly, I, I thought he did a very good, good job. I, I didn't like how he was staying in the ground like that, though. Like it, it almost seemed like he was like, I, I get that's his world, but it almost seemed like I, I don't know. It, like like he was afraid to stand up with him at one point, which was weird because he was having he was having some success, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that Ozemir won the fight, but I do think that that fight was much, much closer than than what everybody else thought. So he definitely was was live, even watch, even that third round. I was still hoping that he would get a submission. Even at one point, thought he could get a knockout. I mean, he definitely yeah. looked good. He definitely looked good. But, I mean, it is what it is. I feel like for, for um, how that line was, I feel like it was a good pick. It's just like this time around, it just didn't go our way. Yeah, you, you nailed it quite well there. Um, moving up onto the car, we had we had Paddy the Baddy did it once again. Oh um, yeah, I thought that was a great performance. And to be fair, Jordan Levitt did head off his own. I thought his pressure against the fence was uh, a lot better than expected. He had some pretty close moments there, but no, Paddy did good. Great to see him win, and so did Molly. Molly did it as well. The duo back at it. Love I it. I did not expect it. that finish first round. To be honest with you, I expected it to be a bit a uh, bit longer than that. But with the spinning back fist like, too, I was like, again, <laughs> lightning does strike twice. I, I could not believe that. But yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, what's, what's, love, what's, what's love, your thoughts on love, love watching those two on the same card. I feel like the UFC should continue 100%. doing it. I know that probably won't be the case moving forward because it's just like not the way it works all the time. But if they can keep doing it, by all means, keep doing it because I really feel like. Watching that whole entire card, um, the prelims was lackluster at, at, at most. And then it's like yeah. the main card came, and then it was like finally like that that uh, Mali Mali fight really just ignited the arena. I feel like it just 100%. changed the card completely. I mean, I love her energy. I I, I love everything about her. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I'm starting to become a fan. I do think she's a little overrated. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know you don't like when I say that, but I I do think she's you know a little overrated. But she is, she's definitely proving herself. And, you know, I got to take back some of those words because she, she definitely looked great on the stand-up. I, I feel like she had to fight completely the entire time. I, I, even with the takedown defense, um, she was doing great. I, I love that performance from her. As far as uh, Patty the Batty, um, first round was, was rough, like I expected. Looked a little, a little off, but I feel like, you know, with nerves and all the trash talking, it's, it's hard, man, when so many people rely on you. Yeah, he, he's he's there fighting in front of his crowd. It, it could be a little tough sometimes, but hey, came back the second round and did what he had to do. And on top of that, subbed him. I, I mean, I was really looking for a knockout. That's that's what I yeah, that's what we predicted. I know you had the double chance finish, so that's a good hit there. Yeah, that was that was really good to see. I, I really like I really like how he is on the ground. He, he's he's a lot better than I thought on the ground. Oh yeah, no, that's that's where he shines. A lot of people. Don't really expect it just because he likes to throw hands, but he, his ground game is is solid. Like, as I mean, we saw it first first hand. It's it's crazy, but yeah, those two stars show. I'm really happy for them. To be fair, I'm happy they've kind of blown up into stardom. Um, but look, let's just get to the main cards. We all know what happened. We all know who my favorite fighter is. So you can tell I had a pretty rough weekend. Yeah, oh, man, it's just it's just like bet, betting aside, it is just tragic when that happens to a fighter that's two weeks in a row now it's happened for the main event yeah sad 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 to see that happening in the main in the main fight of the card especially after things were heating up 
in that arena and everything just seemed to be like the perfect time for that fight to go off. But um yeah, as um as far as everybody else plays was my underdog play of the week. That clearly hits, not the way you want it to hit. I guess I'll take the W, but definitely not the way you want to win, but a win is a win. Um, I definitely want to see those two guys throw down in the future. And like we mentioned before, um, yeah, that, that fight is definitely going to happen in the future eventually. I liked the, the sportsmanship that both of them displayed that day. Two great guys, two great fighters. And yeah, even the, the, the 30 seconds that that fight was going on, you, you could tell it was going to be a banger. So yeah, I'm excited for that one down the line. And I just hope that things aren't, you know, as serious as it may look for Tom, and hopefully it's not an ACL. But I definitely think it it might be an ACL, which is which is tough. Yeah, it's just awful to see, really. I actually quite like to get into this because I know I'm not getting that much sympathy here, given the whole study pictures on Blade. But <laughs> I cannot understand for the life of me how that wasn't a no contest because it wasn't initiated by Blade. I oh, don't get me wrong. Let's let's look at Chris Weidman. All right, when he when he broke his leg from checking that kick, that's a TKO yeah. right there. That's yeah. fair and square. But injuries like this, and you can also look at look at Ortega the week prior, that injury isn't initiated by the other fighter. And I just don't understand how that can count as a win. Or maybe I can I can kind of understand it, just kind of keep things moving in division. But especially from a betting standpoint, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm, I think I'm holding a grudge because it's happened to me twice <laughs> twice in a row now. No, I I, I, com- I completely understand. I actually looked into it if a if a fighter is injured during the fight, it's just part of the fight. So it's a TKO win for the for the other person. I mean, I get it, but I feel like as a as a fighter uh, fighting and and when stuff happens, stuff is gonna happen just the way it is. I understand it, but as a betting standpoint, I mean, I me personally, I feel like. The bookie's got to do something about it because it isn't a little unfair. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're making their money, so I don't really think they care. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, um, again, not the way we want to see it. I do think that Tom needs to be careful if they do end up fighting in the near future. When he closed distance, throwing that kick like that, uh, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, not the best idea. So maybe he needs to look into that in the future. I mean, I'm just I'm just picking right now. But, yeah, like I said, the first 30 seconds of that fight, they both had some action. I liked what I saw, but it's just one of those things, just like that Ortega fight the week before. It's just like, you don't want to see it. A lot of people were like booing Blaze, like it was Blaze full. I, I really like that. But again, I get it. Tom, great fighter, somebody that everybody there idolizes. So I understand, but I do hope that Tom has a big recovery. I saw on, on his Instagram earlier today that he will get an MRI in a week. He can't do it now because of the swelling on his knee. So yeah. they have to wait till that goes down to get the MRI and see what's happening there. But wishing him nothing but the best, and I know he'll come back strong. Yeah, 100%. I, I wish him a speedy recovery, and I, I can't wait to see him back in the scum. But it happens It happens in this sport. It's, you know, it is what it is, but moving on, all right? Let's put that card up behind us. It's in the past. Let's get to the ne- this weekend's card. Starting off, we have an absolute banger. Magomed Ankalaev versus Anthony Smith. Let's hear it. What's your thoughts on this fight? So, great fight. I feel like these odds are crazy. Um, Magomed is minus 500. Anthony Smith is plus 400. I, I think it could be worse now. But honestly, I don't I don't like him being a 5-1 to one favorite. I, I don't like that at all. Especially with everything that Anthony Smith has done, all the fights he's had. Yeah, Anthony Anthony Smith has great pace, great cardio, has a great jab, great jujitsu. 
Smith also has great kicks. It's kind of weird though because he like he takes he takes offense weird. So it's like I don't know. He either looks really really good or really really bad. So that's that's just a weird part about his fighting style. But man, ever since a, a couple bad fights, the last three fights he's a good and he's finished all three fights by knockout. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Anthony Smith is coming off three finishes, whereas. Magomed Ankalaev is coming off three decision wins. And although that's not, you know, it's nothing to kind of shame him on their wins nonetheless. I do think if you look at those fights, they do speak volumes. Um, if you look at his last bout, Ankalaev's last bout against um, Thiago Santos, he, that went the distance and he got dropped as well. People, I feel like people were kind of forgetting. He did get dropped in that fight. And, yes, he did. And I, look, I think that is actually really bad to get dropped by Thiago Santos. Santos went the distance with Johnny Walker. And I don't know if people have seen this video online. And <laughs> people are going to call me crazy. Seriously, look up on YouTube. Johnny Walker genuinely got knocked out like five times in the first 20 seconds of a fight. Yes, they're technically knockdowns, but his lights were out. And he just kept getting up and kept getting put back down. That guy's a glass chin. And to go a distance with Johnny Walker, that's a bad sign. Like, if, if I think, although he won, although Anklive won that fight against Santos, I think there's definitely more negatives to be brought back from it than positives. And yeah, look, let's look uh, deeper into this kind of stylistic matchup here. Cause I think it's actually quite an interesting one. Anthony Smith. I absolutely love the guy. He has a very high output. He initiates brawls and he kind of drags him into his own territory, which is what I absolutely love about him. I mean, let's look at his average fight time. It's nine minutes. I mean, that's, that's crazy for a fighter. Um, and if you pair that against Ankhalaev, Ankhalaev is, Great striking, don't get me wrong. It's mainly from a distance. He counters really well, um, but they're usually just kind of single shots. He doesn't really follow them up, and I think that's something that could put him into some danger against Anthony Smith because when you kind of close that distance, his boxing does not look that amazing, and it could lead to some trouble. And like you said, minus five, it's minus 550 on my sports book. I think that's crazy. That's yeah, a prime probability of 85%. I mean, that is personally, I'm definitely. Definitely not going to touch Ankalive. And I recommend no one puts him in the parlay at minus 550 because that is the opposite of value. Do you think he wins 85% of the time? I think Ankalive has great body kicks. His pace is much yeah. slower, though, than Anthony Smith. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping maybe he, he speeds it up with this fight. I mean, I, I, a lot of boring fights that he has. I mean, I, I don't know if that's just his style, but it's a little strange to me. But um, he can stay at range, which is good. And he could possibly do kind of what like Hermanson did to Curtis this weekend. I could see him doing something like that. And he's yeah, a great wrestler. He can also rinse and repeat. We know that that Smith has has had trouble with with wrestling in the past. But yeah, Smith has fought the better competition. I I really just keep thinking back about that Santos fight because when I really look at look at the bigger picture, I, I see it like this. I feel like Santos, although it was a great great, I, I felt it like at one point was was a really really good fighter. Not saying that he's not a good fighter now but i definitely feel like he's at a very big decline right now i don't like what i've seen from him his output is not the same those that explosiveness that he used to have that basically made him famous i don't see it anymore yeah he's he's on a decline and to see ankalaev have a fight like that with him scares me it really does scare me because i feel like if you compare anthony smith to santos i like where anthony smith is right now in his career better and anthony yeah. smith could have like a, a career uh, maybe this is like a career turning point where maybe like a, like like what like George had and he's 
fought his last fights, the last three fights by finishes, all been finishes. He's looked great. And like, there's just a lot of things I like about Anthony Smith in this fight, honestly. And honestly, at a plus 380, give me that. And that's just how I feel about it. I mean, he could, he could definitely lose this fight. I'm not saying this is like, you know, a guaranteed or anything, but at plus 380, I'll take him. Matter of fact, I'll take him by finish. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think it was plus 900 by finish. I think that is crazy. That is, that is different levels of disrespect, disrespect to Anthony Smith. Uh, but one thing to note, and you brought this up just now, and Clive does have really good body kicks, and that is an issue for Anthony Smith. If you look at his previous losses, they all have started off with body kicks. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. He just it just doesn't really work for him. He doesn't take that them is, well. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. So yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting stylistic matchup here. I think it depends on the game plan. I'm rooting for Anthony Smith. I think if he brings a fight, I think he could definitely get it done here. I think the odds are crazy. Um, am I going to bet it myself? Probably not, to be fair. But I do not blame anyone for taking a punt on Anthony Smith. I mean, Anthony Smith money line. Let's take it, bro. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, that is an underdog right there. I'm loving it. So for this next fight, we have Alexandre Pantoja versus Alex Smith. What are your thoughts on that fight? Yeah, so I actually think this is a really interesting matchup. Um, we've got a great fight to watch here. I really like Pantoja, and his record is insane. If you just take a look into his record, he's got two wins over Brandon Moreno. I mean, not everyone can say that. He's beat Kai Kara France, and he's coming off a win against Brandon Royval. And it wasn't just any win. He outscrambled him and submitted him. That is like, that's a big, that's a flex right there. Brandon Royval is great on the ground. That's not to take anything away from Alex Perez. He's super well-rounded. Um, I definitely think he's got the cardio advantage here. I think the longer the fight goes on, the, the better he'll look compared to Pantoja. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting fight. Let's get, let's get some of your thoughts on it. Pantoja will be flyweight champion in the near future. I repeat, I Pantoja will be flyweight champion in the near future. I have been super high on the guy for years. He's just such an explosive fighter. I really do believe this is going to be fight of the night. I know we're going to get to that later, but definitely feel like this is going to be fight of the night. He's from American Top Team. You know, all the fighters they have there and how hard they work there. It, it, it's crazy that gym that they have over there. It's absolutely amazing. He's fought, he's fought a lot of good fighters. Um, like you mentioned before, um, he's, he fought Brandon, I think, how many times? Three times already, I think? I could be wrong. But I think it's no, twice. He's got two two wins over him as well. He hasn't lost to him, which is crazy. See, yeah, I thought he was two and one against him, but he, he, it could be just twice. And and yet yeah, him for him to be a guy like Brandon twice. I mean, yeah, Brandon has has you know made leaps and strides. He's not the same fighter he was before, but at the end of the day, that's that's very impressive. He Alex, uh, let me get a little bit to Alex Perez before I, I continue on in Pantoja because I have so much to say about him. But Alex Perez is a great boxer. He's well rounded. He actually had a great fight against uh, Figueroa. I know I'm gonna say that wrong, but he um, they had a they had a good fight, and then he made a mistake. And I, if I remember right, he got submitted, and and it, it was I think what that fight was more IQ. But he he had his opportunities in that fight. If, if you really look back and look at that fight, he definitely had chances, which which honestly is is amazing because we all know the type of fighter the champ is there. But yeah, he hasn't fought since since 2021. I think it's been. Almost two years, pretty pretty close to that. 
if it, I don't think it's exactly two years, but it's been a while for him. Um, I see on his on, on his Instagram that he's he's been posting a lot about the family and everything. But you know, Pantoja's in there in the gym working hard. Not not saying that Perez isn't. I just I feel like they're they they may be at two different stages right now in in the way they're they're looking at the the big title picture. But I mean, I just like Pantoja. He's such a talented fighter. I think he has a really big. Uh, I think there's a power discrepancy in this fight. I, I think Pantoja yeah. it has great KO power. He has great striking accuracy. He's dangerous, man. He's also he has also dangerous jujitsu, man. I I make, I, I want to hear what you have to say though. Yeah, like you said, his jujitsu is it's actually crazy. I can't even lie. He's got power <laughs> on the feet. He can although well, I was about to say he can hold up on the ground. So he's got great scrambling. Really good grappler. Really, really good, as we saw in his last fight. But if you look at his fight with Askar Askarov, he did struggle in the wrestling department a little bit. I don't think that's something to to really worry about because he's got that jujitsu in his back pocket. You know what? Um, I, I think it has to do with the cardio, too. I completely agree with that. I completely agree. So that is the one other thing I was going to touch on. It is his cardio. So like I said of Perez, I think that could be the make or break in this fight. If it does go a distance, I think he was, could definitely give away the third round because of his cardio. I mean, look, if you look in his fight against Brandon Royval, you could see it going pretty soon. He was still loading up with his hands, don't get me wrong, but you could see there was 100% a cardio, I'm not going to say cardio problem, but it was going down pretty quick. And I think that could be the one hole in his game that could let him down. But yeah, no, like you said, I absolutely love Pantoja. He is very well-rounded, apart from, oh, I don't know. I'm not going to say his wrestling's bad. It's obviously not bad. And like you said, it could be put down to the cardio. Against Askar Askarov, it did kind of show a little hole in his game. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I really do like Pantoja in this. I could see a finish. Um, like you said, uh, Alex Perez has had a really long layoff and you just kind of have to think about what fight is going to come out of that. In his defence, he's had a lot of cancelled bouts. I mean, he's he's meant to fight Matt Schnell, I think it's four times, and Askar Askarov yeah. twice. So he's he must have been in camp and staying active, to be fair. So I'm not going to put too much thought into it. But you do always have to think, how is a layoff going to affect someone and what version of them are we going to see? Uh, but, you yeah, know, I like Pantoja here. What's your play? Yeah, um, when these guys, you know, take time off like that, you never know what they're working on. So it could, it could be beneficial. It could be bad. So it could go both ways. You, you never know if he was working on on different aspects of, of his fighting, especially after that. That, that big fight he had with with the champs. So, really, that, that Pantoja went over Roy Bow, it, it, that's impressive because I'm big on Brandon. I, I'm really big on Brandon. The fact yes, that he beat him on the ground is is wild to me. Um, Pantoja is such a great, complete fighter. And he, he has a good chin and he has decent cardio. Like, like we, we, touched, we touched base on that before. Um, cardio a little shaky sometimes, but dude, I, I, I just feel like he, I love this play. I really do think. And I'm actually really, really confident on it that he will win by either sub or knockout. And I believe that's at like plus 220 right now, which is not bad at all. Hey, that's, that's not ridiculous to say that. I completely agree. And I think if he does get this win, especially by finish, I reckon a title shot's on the horizon for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, like I said earlier in the video, he will be the flyweight champion in the future. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. Yeah, no, I can see that. We back from Pantoja then? Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. Right. Moving 
on to the next fight, we have an absolute banger. Probably won't go the distance if you ask me. <laughs> we have Derek Lewis versus Sergei Pavlovich. What a fight. Let's hear your thoughts on it. So anytime the Black Beast is fighting, you know something good is going to happen. <laughs> Either he gets knocked 100%. out or he does the knockout. But the Black Beast is fighting in Dallas. Um, I believe he has a 10-1 record at home in Texas. Uh, it could be 10-2, and two, actually. He, he's good at fighting at home. I know he's, he's, he's dropped two. In, in Texas recently, but hey, that, that could play a factor. The, the, the card is in Texas, so you never know. Um, I feel like Lewis has sneaky hand speed. So that's something that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. He, if your name isn't Tom Aspinall, he probably has faster hands than you. And I feel like, um, yeah, people don't really see it like that, but he's such a great counter striker. And, and that's what makes him so dangerous. He's like he's like a lion, just just ready to to, to take his prey, and he just waits and waits, and sometimes <laughs> yeah. eats eats a lot of shots, which you know it's a little scary sometimes. And I, and I've seen him sometimes kind of shell up. I don't like when he does that. It's, it's yeah. almost like he doesn't take shots too well sometimes, and he kind of gives up. I hate to say that, but he, he just kind of gives up sometimes, and that I don't like to see. But I've seen him so many fights where I think he's gonna lose a fight, and then boom, he he lands that right hand. It's just just crazy. I mean, there's a reason why he has the most KOs in UFC history. Oh, 100%. 100%. And you, you just briefly touched on it. And I, this is the kind of main focus point I've got in this fight. Because we both know it's going to be a slugfest. We both know someone's getting knocked out. But Derek Lewis has been pretty open that his heart isn't exactly still in MMA as much as it used to be. And that's obviously not something you want to hear from a, a UFC fighter. Do you know what I mean? And look, everyone comes towards the end of their career. Is this the start for the end of Derek Lewis? I don't know. I don't really think so, but it is a massive red flag if you ask me. But look, regardless of that, he's fought way better competition, like outstandingly better competition. And I do think he is actually the underdog due to recency bias. I think. Yeah, plus one away. Loss, yeah, I, it did surprise me those odds, if I'm honest. I do think the odds should be close, don't get me wrong, but I am definitely surprised that he came out as the dog. Um, I don't know if you've had a look at the lines but the fight not to go the distance is minus 600 <laughs> that's wild just, but I, I agree with it yeah it's, it's, yeah i mean obviously i won't be i won't put it out in a parlay but yeah it should not go <laughs> the distance i do really like pavlovich actually it's worth noting that it's going to be in a larger cage we're not sitting in the apex center here so it's going to benefit pavlovich if anything with his reach advantage um and if he's able to get Derek lewis up to that cage like we've seen previously, that's where he kind of struggles. But then again, you can make the argument it's a larger cage, could be easier to circle around. So I don't know. I think there's definitely a lot of questions in this fight, kind of where each fighter's head's at. Um, we both know it's going to be a slugfest. We both know it's going to end in a finish, or at least you, you know, probably think so, wouldn't you? Um, I'm not going to put much thought into this, if I'm honest. If you had to bet it, I'd go with the underdog, with Derek Lewis. Go on, what's your, what's your thoughts? What's, what's your pick here? So I, I feel like uh, Pavlovich's style kind of plays into Lewis's strengths. That's just my opinion. I feel like he is, he's long and he's very aggressive and he likes to move forward. And like I said before, yeah. that, that's kind of like what Lewis likes to do. I can see him ducking, boom, hitting him with a flush shot, knocking him out. I also don't really like like who Sergi has really fought. I mean, he, he hasn't fought the best of competition. He's won by knockout, I think three times in a row. Uh, as far as, as, as far as I remember. Yeah. I mean, he, Maurice Green, who's not in 
organization and and had John Jones in his corner and still couldn't win a fight. It looked like he just gave up. And I could name two other fighters that he fought that are not in in the organization anymore. I just I, I don't like that aspect of it. I mean, if you really put up Lewis with everybody that that Pavlovich has fought, I mean, Lewis would knock them out in two seconds. So I think a lot about that. Pavlovich has a weak ground game, and it, it seems he seems to me to be like a one trick pony. I um, he he's good on the feet, but I mean. When you go toe to toe with Lewis, that never seems to end well. So yeah. I personally think this is going to be a slugfest. It will be a good fight. I liked what you touched upon earlier. How you said that Lewis, kind of with the media, has made it seem like he he's kind of at the end of his of his career. But I feel like uh, Lewis is always trolling. So I don't know if I believe that. I feel like <laughs> he wants to. Make a big state statement here in Texas. Like I, I even just recently saw a video, like just a couple hours ago, of him saying that he had no idea who Pavlovich is, and he just, <laughs> yeah. just, just ended up just picking the fight and was like, "All right, yeah, go, I'll go with it." And he says that he doesn't care who he fights and whatever. But yeah, he he, he does a lot of trolling, so I, I really can't take anything he says too serious. Um, I do think that uh, he has a lot. He has had a lot of injuries. Um in the past so i mean you you never know what 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 his mindset might be like if maybe he is at the at the tail end of his career but man i i feel like these odds are crazy almost similar to the anthony smith fight earlier i really like the big value on the dogs in this card and i feel like lewis here by knockout tkl is definitely gonna be my play yeah and i i, I definitely agree with that and like you briefly touched on Pavlovich does have pretty, I'm not going to say pretty bad wrestling, but it's definitely a hole in his game. And look, we all know the Black Beast. We all know that he goes for them knockouts. But he actually, I'm not going to say he can wrestle, but he can definitely, he's got a good double leg takedown. Uh, oh, double yeah, he takedown. does. Very I underrated. I genuinely see a takedown here. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I could definitely see that 100%. It, it, definitely be, it would definitely be interesting, but imagine the Black Beast on top of you. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. There's no getting up from that. But definitely am looking to see him get a finish in Dallas, Texas for the fans. He has a record. He's only going to get – I can only see him getting one more. But, yeah, that, that's how I see that fight playing. And I'm, I'm pretty confident in it. I, I do believe in Lewis. I do believe in his hand speed. I do believe in his power. You know, he's always down for a slugfest. I don't like what I saw in the Tui Vasa fight. I don't like what I saw versus Gain. But, yeah. gone. But I don't um, – I'm not going to put too much stock into it because he has fought – I mean, he. we were literally just talking about Blaze potentially having a title fight soon, and, and he knocks Blaze out. So he's just fought – he's fought the best of the best. He's been a great fighter for so long. I mean, yeah, it, can he it, – It's he's in a weird spot in the division where, like, it, I don't know if he's going to fight for a title again or, or if he's going to be a gatekeeper or what exactly he's going to do. But in this fight – I love the value, and I do truly believe that Pavlovich is going to get too aggressive, and Lewis is going to catch him with a counter-strike, and it's a good night. I love that. I absolutely love that. Give us Derek Lewis at underdog odds. So, moving on to the co-main event. This is going to be an absolute banger, and I think it's going to be my fight of the night, if I'm honest. We have Brandon Moreno versus Kai Kara France. This is going to be Shoot, you got you got to watch this fight. You got to watch it. Fireworks. Let's hear your breakdown on this fight. So Brandon Moreno, 
I don't really have to talk too much about him. You guys all know how great he is. He has that Mexican heart. I love those Mexican fighters that just just down for a brawl always, and they just it feels like they take they take all these shots to the chin and they just stand there in front of you and they just keep going. It's like they're like the Energizer bunnies. It's the craziest thing in the world. It's crazy. But he's won against France in the past. That's important to know. Um, he has amazing cardio, great subs, and one heck of a chin. Like I like I mentioned before. Um, Great heart and will, and yeah, he's just he's unmatched when it when it comes to his heart and will, and I and I really like that about Brandon. Um, I, I didn't really like what I saw in his last fight for the um title. I believe it was his opportunity to, you know, really seal the deal, and, and he really didn't. Um, I think he's he's gonna have to rely on on his wrestling in this in this bout. Um, I, I really think that's that's key for him there. France has looked really good as of as of recently. Um, has great hand speed, great power, uh, low key power, I, I believe. Um, I, I I don't put too much stock in that Cody fight because Cody, you know, was at the wrong weight class. That hasn't looked yeah, too I great. So I, I I don't know about that one, but um, yeah, Brandon has more experience. He has the the five round championship experience. I believe that this is France's first first time fighting in, in five rounds. Um, yes. Yeah, he he has great output. Has good power. They, they they both have decent power. Um, I would give France the edge in power, in my opinion. Like I said, I, I think I think Brandon's key to success is really the wrestling. Um, he's good at mixing it up, and and trust me, he, he's a good striker too. But I feel like France has uh the power advantage here. They, he's definitely made a lot of strides and improvements since their first fight. So this should be interesting because the first time that they fought, it was a very good fight. Um, there's a lot of back and forth, but. Yeah, Brandon easily took the third round and, and sealed that. So I, I believe Brandon will be takedown heavy. And it's, it's going to be interesting because France has decent takedown de- uh, defense. So this is this is going to be interesting. So I'm actually really, really, really excited to see what your thoughts are. Well, yes. Yeah, so you've actually made some great points there. Let's just kind of take a deep dive into this. So I completely agree. I think Brandon Moreno is 100% going to use his wrestling here. Um, and there's a few things that kind of point towards that so he's actually changed his camp for this fight he's gone over to glory mma um under james kraus i actually didn't know coach. that so i am expecting more of a wrestling heavy approach um because of that um and like you said kaikar france does have really really good takedown defense i mean for those who watched his fight with askar askarov that was crazy like his his scrambles were unbelievable if you ask me like you know genuinely unbelievable but if you do look at the stats, Askar's takedown average, or sorry, his takedown accuracy is 24%. So it does kind of make you question, you know, is Kai Kara France's takedown defense that legitimate? I do think so. Look, it's an interesting matchup we've got here. Kai's a brawler by heart, but we've seen as of late, he's definitely become more well-rounded and he's become like more of a controlled fighter, which I think will benefit him here in this matchup. But yeah, like you said, this is a five-round fight, and I think people aren't putting much attention into this. Brandon Moreno has that five-round experience. He knows what it's like to go into deep waters. And he, like you said, Moreno's like, he's that one kind of mythical fighter you see. Where they genuinely do speed up as the fight goes on. He can get hit a thousand times, and he will still come back stronger the next round. If Yeah, it's, it's crazy his cardio, for one, but his output as the fight goes on, I think it's going to be a really struggle for Kai Kara France. And I think he's definitely going to win the later rounds. 
And for those people who live bet, I think it could be a great live bet. Because honestly, I do see Kai getting some early success. And I wouldn't even be surprised if I saw him damage Brandon Moreno pretty badly. I mean, we saw Moreno got dropped three times in his last fight, which is obviously not something you want to see, especially going up against Kai Kai France. So I don't know. I think it does depend on game plan. I do think that Moreno is definitely going to take the later rounds if it does go to the later rounds. I think Kai Kai France knows that. So is he going to be going for a finish? I don't know. I, I definitely think... I think there's a few outcomes here, right? I think Kai Kai France either puts out early. Um, bit of a controversial thing to say, but I think it could happen, definitely. Or Brandon Moreno has a slow start, maybe gives away the first two rounds and then picks up and cruises to a decision. I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one to kind of look into. I think it definitely depends on their kind of game plan going into it. I do like Brandon Moreno here purely because he has that five round experience. Yeah, I don't know. What's your um what's your what's your pick here? I'm interested. So many things that that we both like about Brandon. Um, um there definitely is with, with the experience, the cardio, the wrestling, the jujitsu. There's so many things about Brandon that's that I personally love. Um I actually didn't know that he switched camps, so so thank you for that information. Um I did think that he was going to implement a, a game plan that was heavy on the wrestling but but now that you mentioned that that solidifies it even more i do agree 100 percent with what you said i do believe that i could see france you know hitting him early and maybe maybe even wobbling him i, I could definitely see that but yeah i see that and brandon is just so so resistant and i, I just feel like with a brandon fight kind of like nate diaz like his fights start third round <laughs> it's honestly crazy like it ain't a Brandon fight till it's the sec- the middle of the second round. Like it's it just it's just crazy to me. It, it, it's like all these back and forths and and all the action and and all the shots he could take and and that's the thing that he could take so many shots that I feel like and he's taking Sorry, shots from the best striker in, in that in that weight class. So I feel like there's nothing France can offer him on the feet that he probably never seen. Now if I see a knockout, would I be would I be super surprised? I'd be surprised, but not super surprised. France has power. We all know that. But Brandon has a chin, man, and his cardio is great. And there's just so many things I like about Brandon in here. So, yeah, I'm loving Brandon as a pick. And I think we are definitely going to ride with that one. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I think he's going to get better as the fight progresses. And we could see another fight between Brandon Moreno and Davidson Figueiredo. What's that? Give it to me. Give it to me again. Give it to me again. I watched that fight a hundred million times. For real. I mean, those two really go at it. So yeah, I like Brandon Moreno as well here. We're both on him. Love to see it. Moving on to the main event. I'm excited for this one. I don't know about you. I'm super excited for this (laughs) one. Definitely excited for this one. So we have got Amanda Noons versus Juliana Pena. Let's get your thoughts on this fight, because I remember watching the first fight, and I think we all, we all know what happened, and I was shocked. So let's, let's hear your thoughts on it. So we've had Nate Diaz shock the world and beat Conor McGregor. We've had Holly Holm kick around the Rousey, basically out of retirement, with two of the <laughs> biggest upsets. And then we've had Kenya submitting Nunes for one of the biggest upsets in UFC history. That's crazy. It is wild. It is wild, and I, I just keep remembering that day, and you are not going to believe me when I say this, but 
that day, I was one of the few people that said that Pena would win. No. I, I, I had the ticket, bro. I'll show you the proof. I literally had <laughs> Pena by submission to make things even better. Ah. So I do, that was risky pick, but I also saw a lot. I feel like Amanda Nunes is kind of like, kind of like that Valentina. What we're, what we're seeing from Valentina right now. Um, Valentina's still dominant. Great fighter. We both know that. Amanda Nunes, great fighter. I think one of the best female fighters of all time, if not the best. Um, but yeah, it's just, I feel like, Likewise with Valentina, I just feel like as obviously as they get older, there's going to be competition. The competition is only going to get better. It's going to be hungry. You're hungry young fighters that are going to come up and they're going to give you a little bit more of a trouble. And I feel like we've seen that. Like even even watching Valentina fight the last fight she had, you could tell that she's not as dominant as she used to be. And trust me, I love Valentina. I'm not bashing her at all because she keeps winning. She keeps finding a way. But I believe her last fight, if I'm not mistaken, I think she fought Santos, and it was it was a close fight. Like I, I could honestly say that I, I, I thought she lost. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so, I completely agree with that. So I, it's just like I'm starting to see that with kind of Amanda Nunes, and it's crazy to say that, but I just feel like eventually your time comes and where you start to slow down. And I don't necessarily think she's slowing down, but after she's been so dominant for so long, it's just like you, you get to a point where you're like. Dude, like, you got to bet against her one day because she's going to lose. And and I had that mindset when when she fought Pena. And I don't know. I just – I like the hungriness in Pena. I, I like that look she has in her. You could see that she she has a dog inside of her. And I just see that. I, I don't know yeah. what it is about her, but I just see it. And I remember her saying, I'm going to win. I, I'm going to beat this girl. And she kept repeating it, repeating it, and nobody believed her. And then she went out there and did it. I'm not did necessarily – I'm not necessarily – I'm not necessarily saying that that Pena's a better fighter. That's, I'm not here to say that at all. I do think that Nunes is better on the feet, and I think that she will have... Pena's going to have a hard time with on the feet because Nunes did look better the first round. That is, without a doubt, Nunes... I yeah. think Nunes won the first round. But everybody's saying that Pena's better on the ground, Pena's better on the feet. I'll scratch all that. I simply think Nunes is the better overall fighter. Um, I do think that she lacks in the cardio department. And I feel like that was the reason why Pena looked so good. I feel like she was tired. So then she had more success on her feet, which eventually got the takedown. And I also felt like this is a hot take. I f- it looked like she wasn't in it. it, it it's hard to explain because I've never seen Nunes like that. And I don't know if it was because she was taking, you know, she, she was in a bad position that she really isn't. It, it's hard. It, dude, it's kind of like Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey never had... Any issues, never adversity, never anything. Holly Holm kicks her in the head. She fights. She, she has big adversity, doesn't know how to handle it. Boom, fight's over. After that, she was never the same. It's, I, I hate to compare it, but like, it's similar to that with um, when Nunez is like, she gets tagged, and it's like, you could kind of see, she didn't have that smile on her face that she always has. She didn't have that cockiness to her. And it's just like, it almost looked like her soul left her body. It, she was soulless. It's like, she was not in there anymore. And I'm, I'm curious to see what, what you have to say about that, because I, I literally feel like she she went blank. Well, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, if you look at that submission, you look at other submissions such as like Ortega's attempt on his title fight. That was deep. Like that was really, really, really deep. And Volkanovski just 
he powered through it, but Amanda Nunes tapped really quickly, and it does just make you question: Is she, you know, is she all in it at this point in her career? I think she could be a victim to her own success. I mean, if we look at her fight against Chris Cyborg, everyone thought Chris Cyborg would absolutely maul her, just like she's done all her other opponents. And we all saw what Amanda Nunes did. She just rushed it. She gave it her all. And she came out victorious with a first-round finish. And a very similar thing happened with Juliana Pena. I think they, they really do kind of mirror each other. And it's difficult to put too much thought into this matchup because everyone knows, despite losing, Amanda Nunes is definitely the better fighter. But at this point in her career, where is she at? Do you know what I mean? Is the motivation there, for one? Is her cardio there, which is the main point? Because you touched on it. That was bad. Like That was seriously bad for, for, for a champion. I don't want to, you know, sit here in my chair and kind of backseat him. Do you know what I mean? But that was some bad cardio. And there's a few red flags here that could really kind of alter how you look on this fight. So Amanda Nunes has actually left American Top Team and she's doing her own camp now. And you can look at this in two ways. You can look at it, she's motivated and she wants to kind of better herself. But, you know, what is there to kind of better? Do you know what I mean? Was, I feel like her, her loss was due to her game plan. I think she greatly underestimated Juliana Pena and that is why she lost. I don't think there's much more to look into it. I don't know. <sighs> I, I do believe match. I do believe that that was that that was a big reason. I feel like she underestimated her, and I feel like she was so used to winning all these fights so easily and so quick, and not having any resistance back, that she really she kind of took her as a joke. She was like, "Oh, this is just another fighter that UFC is feeding me just cause," and it really felt like that for a long time. It yeah, felt like it there could there was nobody that could beat her, and it was like that's why they had to give her. They had to try to give her other people from different weight classes or something because nothing was working. It was like it, she was so dominant. Like it, it was just you couldn't even yeah. give her. It, there was nobody you could get. There was no challenger. And it was like I feel like that was that, that was the biggest problem with that fight was you had a a, a fighter that was hungry who said, uh, you know, I, I, I could test this girl. And she she looked at her and laughed and. I really do feel like she paid no attention to this girl and she was so focused on her family and with the little with, with the new little girl and she's just so focused on her life and, and thinking that she could cruise to another victory that she really didn't take her serious and then you saw what happened. Yeah. It's 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 an interesting one to look into because I think I think everyone will agree when I say this. She is definitely oh, it's, it's quite, you know, you should really be saying that she is the better fighter. And I think the one thing you do really need to be looking into here is just the mindset rather than the skill set, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. I do think she's going to come back better here. I think she she definitely looks in better shape. So I'm hoping she's been working on that cardio. She looks in um, great shape. The change in camp is a bit strange to me. I can't really work out whether it's going to be a benefit or a negative. Is that her so, own gym? Uh, yeah, I believe so. So she does have... Um, I believe she has old American top team trainers tra uh, now coaching there. Oh, nice. But still, it's, it's a weird one. It really is a weird one. I do, I'm going to say it now, I do think Amanda Nunes is going to win. And I I reckon the UFC will give a trilogy fight. But, yeah, I don't know. I think 
it's very difficult to pass up on the value in this fight. I don't think we're ever going to see Noons at this small of a favourite. Absolutely again. not. <laughs> so it's very difficult to say no to that. Um, and for that reason, I am going to take Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes. And I could, I could see a finish. Um, I don't think it's going to go into championship rounds, if I'm honest with you. Um, I'm interested to see what her game plan would be, actually. I'm interested to see if she's just going to weather the storm again. Or it's going to be a bit more, bit more set back and relaxed. Um, yeah, but what, what do you reckon? Where do you think this, where do you think this fight will end? I, I could definitely see a more reserved um, game plan here, um, especially after the first fight where you know the the cardio didn't hold up. I think now she knows what she's getting herself into. So now it, she has the experience from the first fight. So yeah. she she's the type of person that I think that she definitely has such a crazy work ethic, super talented. Like, I truly believe she is the best female fighter to ever fight. And I know that's a hot take, as other people think it's other people. But I do believe that she, what she, she made Ronda Rousey look like, like nothing. And that still amazes me, even though, like, you know, Rousey wasn't at the same headspace and all that stuff. But it's it just amazing, all the fights that she's had and the way that she's finished it. And she was a big, big underdog against um, who, who uh, Chris Cyborg. And you know she yeah. she made her look like not, nothing. It was she's so dominant. It's just crazy to me. But Pena does have great Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Nunes did look great in that first round. I, I keep thinking about that, but she's going to have to go to more of a reserved pace if yeah. she wants to last longer. And she doesn't want the same things to happen. But if Nunes is aggressive early and just respects Nunez's power and all the threats that Nunez brings into the cage, I think if she does that, she will have a much better fight. And I do believe that she will be better. I'm sure that she's thought about this every single day since that fight. We oh, all know how she is. It, yeah. she, she has a killer, she get a killer mentality. So I know that even though like she's playing it off like it, it, it ain't that serious, it's that serious for her. It, 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 it really is that serious for her. And I do believe that Maybe this is what she needed to get humbled and, you know, get back to the pony and really realize like, hey, like this is the fight game. And I, I got to take I got to work hard and, and stay on top of things because there will be people that are going to come up here and test me. It's the UFC. These are the best fighters in the world. I, there's no easy matchup. And I know people are like, oh, yeah, like they've given her uh, a, a couple easy matchups. There's no easy matchups. Trust me. And I'm sure she could tell you that. But. She's made it look so easy that it is hard to be like, damn. But yeah, Pena came in there, delivered, looked great. She surprised me on a stand-up because she did have a lot of success yeah. standing up. But I do believe part of that was the cardio and part of that was just Nunez just not thinking she was anything special or was going to give her any threats. And she learned the hard way. But I do think Nunez is the better striker. I do think she's a better overall fighter. Um, there's a reason why she was such a big favorite the first time. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm just magical and knew that Pena was going to win. I just liked the value in, in Pena. I believe that it's a UFC fight. She's a UFC fighter. She was hungry. So I knew that her only avenue to win was a submission. So I took it. Um, I took Pena by submission the first time. Amazing a hit. One of the best hits I've ever had as, as a prop bet, which was absolutely amazing. But Again, risky bet. It paid off. This time around, though, I'm going to absolutely 100% agree with you. I do think that Nunes is going to win by knockout, TKO. 
I don't see her getting the submission. Um, I did. It's actually important to note, actually, and I remember I had this as a note. I believe Pena, the last two fights that she did lose was by submission, which is kind of weird. Like, what do you think about that? Well, it's interesting you mentioned that because I do think Pena's going to have to work in her wrestling here. Um, it's definitely her strong point. Like you said, it's kind of it's kind of hit or miss with her. But that being said, she does have great ground game. I mean, that's how she won her last fight against Amanda. So, you know, we, we all know it's good. Um, but if I'm honest, I don't think we need to see Amanda Nunes come in at her best here. I only think we need to see her come in at a fraction of what she was in her prime to see her win, which is which is something you really need to think about. Look, I, again, I feel like you don't really need to put much thought into this, you, but you know both of the fighters, you know what they're good at, you know what they're bad at. I'm taking Amanda Nunes, Amanda Nunes here. Um, yeah. That's, that's, yeah that's Nunes, say, really. Nunes, Nunes by knockout. I, I'm loving that. I feel like that's that's her avenue for her to win. Um, I do think I do like like we said earlier. Um, at those odds, it's amazing because you're never gonna find a man who's at those odds. So I love that you said that because I feel like she's an amazing parlay piece. So it she has to be on all the parlays. And I know that people are gonna be skeptical because last time, like I, I bet you everybody put her on the parlays and then that <laughs> crashed and burned. But this time around, I, I do believe that. Um, She's worked very hard. Uh, she's in excellent shape from the Instagrams. And yeah, I, I really do see like maybe a first round knockout. I could see that. I could see it. I would not be I would not be shocked. I'll be honest with you. That's, that's what I mean. I'm interested to see what her game plan is coming out here. I really do think it is going to be all or nothing or super reserved. But that could give an avenue to win for, for Juliana Pena. So I don't know. I'm very excited for this fight. I think... It's very interesting. I hope we see a trilogy, if I'm honest, uh, just because I do think they will bring the heat. Yep, Amanda Nunes, money line I like for a parlay piece. Like you said, Amanda Nunes, my finish, I think that is great. You genuinely will not see this value on her again. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so you better make use of it. Yeah, we could sprinkle the first-round knockout on that one. We are very confident on Amanda Nunes to get the win there, and I definitely do love the knockout prop bet there. But let's move on to our favorite play of the week. So I'm going to say this right now. I'm personally not betting this card very heavily because I do think there's a lot of matchups where it could go either way. And for that reason, I do like the underdogs on this card. Um, my favorite bet, Derek Lewis by finish. And it's an underdog here, but I do like Pantoja. I do think he has a lot of, of ways to win this fight. I believe finish is at plus 200, which is um, pretty great, if you ask me. Uh, so for my bet of a night, it's difficult. I don't really I don't really want to put much into it. I'm personally not going to be betting much this card. But, oh, you know what, to be fair, it'll be Amanda, Nune, Amanda Nunes, actually, now I think about it. That is what I'm most confident on, so I'm going to go with that. If you're looking for value, I think there's definitely a lot of value to be found in this card. What's, what's, your, what's your pick of the uh, pick of the night? Yeah, I love Amanda Nunes as a, as a as a favorite play of the week for you. Um, I like like we said before, that's a great parlay piece. But um, yeah, you, you know me and my value. I always like I always like those dogs, and and, and I like what you said earlier. This definitely is a card where I'm actually gonna bet heavy because I like a lot of these underdogs, and I feel like these odds are crazy for some of these fights. So it's either gonna pay off or it's gonna burn me. But my favorite play of the week 
is going to be the Black Beast. I, I said in the breakdown, I, I like his it. hand speed. I like what he brings in. At Lewis Moneyline, we'll keep it nice and simple. Lewis Moneyline plus 108. It's only going higher for some reason. So I would jump on that train now before it gets to Saturday and people start jumping on uh, on Lewis. And maybe that changes because I could definitely see him closer to Saturday becoming the favorite. Um, so, yeah, my favorite play of the week is definitely Derek Lewis at plus money. Absolutely love it. Moving on to underdog of the week. I think I know who you're going with. I think you know who I'm going with. I'm personally taking Anthony Smith. I think those odds are just insane. I don't understand how they're that skewed. Um, it's just difficult to say no to Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith by finish at plus 900 is just insane to me. It's, he's definitely my underdog of the night. And he's probably one of the biggest underdogs of the night. For that reason, I like Anthony Smith as the underdog of the night. Who have you, who have you got? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And it's crazy because last weekend we were so opposites with, with our <laughs> yeah. dogs. But, um, yeah, I definitely agree my underdog. And underdog play of the week is definitely going to be Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith at plus 400. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Um, even if he does lose the fight, I mean, I'm I'm happy with taking him at plus 400. You don't got to lay you don't got to lay a lot of money to make money on that fight. So it's it's worth the shot. Um, I love his heart. I love his experience. I love his striking. I love everything that he brings to the table. I really do believe this line is widely disrespectful. I think a lot of people are very biased. A lot of people do believe in Ankalaev, which I, I don't really. I, me personally, I don't really see it. Um, I don't like his output. I think his wrestling is, is definitely good. Um, I can see him maybe rinsing and repeat and maybe winning like that. We all know that Smith has struggled in the past with the wrestling. Um, the body kick scared me. We've covered that in the breakdown. But, I mean, at plus 400, and I'm sure that line is only going to move up, I'm definitely taking Anthony Smith as an underdog, and I'm glad you agree with that because I feel like we're going to make a lot of money with that. I love it. I love it. I'm really happy, Smith. He's definitely a more entertaining fighter. I hope to see his hand being raised. Moving on, let's hear your parlay of the night. What have you got? So with the parlay of the night, um, I thought about this one heavy, and I'm, I'm actually going to have a prelim fight on here that um, we didn't get a chance to discuss. But I'm going to take Brandon Moreno, money line. I'm going to take Nunes by knockout TKO. And I'm going to have Matthew Smellsberger money line. And that's going to be okay. plus 405. And that's my parlay of the week. Okay, I, I like it. I, I like it. Um, I'm, I'm shared with you. I'm going to Amanda Nunes. Um, I'm going by finish. I'm going Brandon Moreno. Oh, nice. I'm torn. I'm torn between going with Pantoja or Derek Lewis by finish. I think... The safe option is definitely Pantoja. Um, oh, Pantoja, look. Pantoja, money line. Yeah. It's not there. steep. It's like, it's like minus 160, I think I saw. So it's not, it's not steep. That's what I mean. It's, um, it's definitely something, it's definitely, it's worth putting a bit of money on. I think that's definitely my parlay. Um, like I said, I'm not going heavy on this card. I think this card is going to be an absolute banger. Um, I really do think there's going to be some great fights. So I'm just going to kind of sit back and relax on this one. But those are my plays. Is there anything you kind of kind of want to touch on before before you wrap it up? Um, yeah, uh, 
I do have a favorite prop bet of the week, and um, I'm gonna go with uh, Pantoja by knockout or sub. So I, I like that you that you had that as a as a parlay piece. So I'm definitely gonna take that at plus two twenty. I think I said that in the breakdown. Um, Pantoja's honestly one of my favorite fighters. I think he like like I said before, I do think he's gonna be the champion eventually. Um, I think. Double chance KO or sub at plus 220 is a steal. So that's definitely going to be my favorite pot bet. I definitely love the parlay that you put out. I definitely will be playing that. Um, we do have two legs that are, that are exactly the same. And, um, yeah, I really do like these parlays this weekend. I like the underdogs this weekend. I like all the plays we have this weekend. There's a lot of value in this card. And I'm excited to see how this goes. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I love the value on Pantoja by finish. I think, I think it's, it's really good. Um, and yeah, like you said, I think this card's are, this card's going to be amazing. I'm glad we're sharing a few picks. And look, don't sleep on the prelims this card. There's going to be some great prelim fights here. So definitely make sure to tune into a few of them. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. There's um, You got Blue Diamond starting the fight. You got Kim versus Edwards. You have so many good fights in the underdog. There's a lot of underdogs also in the prelim that, that we like. Um, yeah, we... We could talk about those um, if you guys are interested in our prelim bets. Um, just message steady picks, and Ali and I would be glad to put those out there for you guys. But yeah, an amazing card. I really do expect a lot more finishes because I was a little bit disappointed with the with the card last weekend, and we were expecting a lot of finishes, a lot of excitement. And although it, it, it was a good card, it ended up being a, a much better card than expected. The main card definitely delivered with with Patty and Molly. So yeah, so I'm really expecting this this card to be a banger. Um, I do like that main event, Nunes versus Pena. It's gonna, definitely going to be a banger. I like the heavyweights. I like a lot of fights in this card. I, like I said, there's a lot of value in this card. So this is a great card to make money in, in my opinion. I completely agree. I hope you folks enjoy the breakdowns. I really, really do think it's going to be a great card to watch. So I hope everyone enjoys the fights. And until next time, we'll see you, uh, we'll see you next weekend. Thanks for listening.